Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For, the Survivor podcast. Well, okay, so what, uh, is, what, what is there to say about this episode? It's a tough one. I feel so bad, but yeah. I'm kind of relieved. Relieved in what sense? That Joe's not going to make it to the final three. I mean, that's the thing. Joe is such a big part of Aubrey's game, who I am rooting for. No, exactly. That that's why I'm bummed out from a strategic standpoint. Um, yeah, from a personal standpoint, I'm just so sad for him. Yeah. This episode, he really did emerge as more of a... Um, why am I blanking on the guy from season one? Rudy? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Randy, and I knew that was wrong. That's a different guy. That's a whole different guy. Yeah. Um, more of a Rudy kind of game is optimism and just yeah. doing a new adventure and, and his you know, background. I just I feel bad for him. One of, it occurs to me that one of the, one of the sad things about the show becoming such an emphasis on strategy over the mm -hmm. last, I'm going to say, 10 years, is you don't get much of an opportunity to appreciate a person's social game, if that's all they have. Right. You know, um, he seemed like he had, like, a nice, quiet quality to him. You know, you have people crying over the fact that he's leaving, and... I recognize that when you spend 34 days with people, with anybody, you're going to cry if they suddenly have to leave in a way that was not planned. Um, but I find myself wondering, you know, Rudy was kind of a salty type, but if Rudy were to play now, and I don't mean at the age he is now, the age yeah. he was in season one, if he were to play now, would he get much of an edit at all? Because he's not a strategist. I found myself thinking the exact same thing, that we value different things watching this season yeah. versus seasons one through 11, I'm going to say. Well, we value it, but also the editors value it. No, exactly. That it, Because the game has evolved, that, that people have to evolve in the game. Yeah. And when they don't, then we write them off. We've been talking about how Joe's a non-entity. He's a goat. He's a non-player. Yeah. He just agrees with what everyone else is doing. It sucks if he's going to make it to final three. I mean, we've said harsh yeah. things on this podcast about Joe and his situation and his seemingly good position. And that just sucks when you really realize that they're a human being. Yeah. They're out here doing the best they can and doing really well at those things. And, I don't know that it just also seems like a fluke, you know, that it stemmed from a reward that sucks and a bad decision because of a reward. Like yeah. Sydney clearly saw the beef as a problem and didn't eat it. Yeah. I want to mention that in a, in a moment I had a, that's a, a whole that other thing, strange, but just on a personal level, it's just sad and it's sucky that we as viewers and because of the edit and producers and because of how the show has evolved, just, oh really don't give time or credence to players like Joe. Yeah. It's like the show does not have much time for him anymore. Right. And don't get me wrong. You and I might've been harsh, but we were still right. There's a reason that Aubrey's like, well, obviously I'm taking Joe. No, like, exactly. He is all of those things. And, but we don't get to see anything else. Well, and the other thing is that we weren't wrong in the sense that if, 
if this season were full of Joes, mm-hmm. the show would be canceled. Yeah. You know, this what that wouldn't be interesting to watch. And I understand needing to value all of those conniving things. It's what makes Survivor Survivor, but I just wish there's a little room for humanity. Yeah. It's uh and just and not even just in him, just in people no, exactly. in general. Like there was a brief moment it was it, like literally other things were going on, but we got a weird, uh, an odd shot of like Aubrey with a goofy smile dancing. Yeah. And I remember just laughing and being like, great. Like, where did that come from? I would have liked to see where that came from. Yes. You know, and I recognize that it's not part of the Why game. Can't they show the three seconds before that in the edit to just yeah. show what was happening. Life around camp. Or yeah. why aren't they making ponderosas of that throughout? Yeah. I like, I remember. One of my favorite things in Heroes versus Villains was, I forget, somebody in the villain's camp is just walking along. I think Courtney is walking along, and the camera's following her. And in the background, Coach and Russell have put, like, a a board or something across a log, and they're basically bouncing up and down on it on each side, like, <laughs> thr- jumping, uh, you know, launching each other bre- shortly into the air. And it's just a moment of silliness. Yeah. You know, like Russell is eventually, Coach is eventually going to call Russell a bully. Russell is going to call Coach a joke. But in that moment, it's just people on Survivor having fun. Right. And I would like to see more of that because that is when you see these people more as people. Um, and chances are they see each other that way a lot more than we do because they're spending 24 hours together. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so. Do a brief eight minute extra outtakes from each episode. It's tough. It'd be cool. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, they do have, you know, extra scenes and stuff like that on the website. No. But I kind of want it to be a part of the show itself. Every episode should be two hours. No, that's no, what no. I'm I don't think it has to be a part of the episode. But those extra scenes are just more conniving stuff. Yeah, or they're a confessional or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's yeah. not just fun, the fun stuff. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, maybe there isn't eight minutes worth of fun stuff in three days. I don't know. That would make sense to cut together. You can find something, you know. You can find eight minutes in three days. Um, you can find 20 minutes through 39 days at exactly. least. So... Yeah, so I, I agree with you that I started to feel a little bit bad about how we've talked about Joe, especially as we were watching the uh, the Ponderosa and just the way he goes out. It is, it's a sad thing. I don't think it means he's a good player, but he was maybe this. He's, he wasn't a good player, but he was a good presence, at least for the other people on the show. Like him being around helped uh, help them to do what they were doing better, you know? Yeah, and at the same time, his positivity, again, with the positivity on this season. Yeah. At, you know, I, th- I feel like before he went, people were like, but Joe, you got to stick with it. And he was like, no, I'm I'm feeling in pain. I got to go, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just positive about it during when Jeff is like trying to get him to say goodbye. It feels like Jeff is trying to get him to conjure up a tear. Yeah. And then after he gets to the positivity throughout, it's just like, dude, you don't even get it. You're about to go to final three, idiot. And you didn't make it. You know that it, it also does speak to the fact that like, is Joe all there? You know, not in the head, but like it, maybe he's the kind of person where things 
occur to him or sink in later? Because it just didn't seem like it was sinking in. That I think that for him, I think... I think something that could potentially come with age is a certain pragmatism, which is like, oh, something's going to screw up my kidneys at 71. Yeah, I'm leaving. Like, <laughs> totally. I'm not, like, because if, it, you know, at that age and I re- like 71 is not actually that old, strictly speaking, you know, no. um, you know, my grandpa was still my grandparents hunting, loading up boats and that kind of thing at yeah. 71. Um, and so you could have 20 years ahead of him or yeah, more. Yeah. Or less if you if, get kidney damage. Yeah. And so I think, because that's the thing, though it is not like really old, it's old enough that if you get hurt, it can stay with you for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so I could see him just being like, yeah, this, you know, hey, this isn't worth it. He could have also thought like, I'm not winning, uh, you know. Totally, but you get more money. You get you more stay money. longer. Yeah. But well, what are you going to do with that money if you have to be on dialysis all the time? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's like, I'll get more money that I will bills. be burning. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's a sad episode, but one that is nonetheless very, it was still full of strategy. And when it comes right to like all the stuff that was happening before Joe leaves makes his leaving so much more fascinating. Yes. Like when you saw the way things like the one thing that was guaranteed is that Joe, with everybody, was yeah. going to be at the end. Yeah. And now, that's not going to happen. Although, Michelle and Ty were talking, you know, because they were left at camp during mm-hmm. the reward of, well, depending on who wins, we'll either take out Aubrey or Joe. Yeah, I guess that's true. But so it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee, but I'm sure they would have leaned the towards Aubrey. You know. True. Um. Yeah, like we hadn't gotten to the point where they would say, well, obviously we got to take Joe, right? Yeah, no. Um, So, yeah, and so one thing, uh, we can briefly talk about the reward challenge because that was the only challenge there was. Uh, You and I both really responded to it, particularly that, that one aspect that I don't remember ever seeing a reward like this where, you know, unless you, unless you win... You, you have to wait on the last person. Yeah. Which gives that last person an advantage. They can take it easy. They can... Because their throwing skills are going to be better if they haven't run into the jungle yeah. and back. Yeah. Especially for someone like him. Yes. And it was I just... I loved that element. It was really good. I don't know how you could incorporate it into incorporate it into other challenges, but boy, I hope they do. I think you could a lot with individual. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you know, I feel like maybe once or twice a season, something like yeah. that would be kind of neat. You know what? It's almost like uh, oh shoot, what do we call it on uh, Amazing Race, where everybody gets like somebody could be hours ahead of somebody right. else, but they all have to get on the same flight, and so it just kind of catches everybody up. Right. Um, it clusters everybody up, and yeah. that's kind of what this do- what this does in its own way. Um, it, it was, was the only way that Joe was ever going to have a chance to win anything. Yeah, that's true. Because um, his strength would never withstand, like he'd never outlast other people in a strength challenge where you're yeah. just balancing on something or something yeah. like that. And his skill level would never be fast enough Yeah, competing against others. Yeah, it was really, but it was so much, it was so interesting to see him win that thing and just... 
and I'm sure everybody else was bummed, but at the same time, it's just, I'm sure they themselves are like, oh my gosh, how amazing that Joe won this thing. Yeah. But they were cheering him on to win at yeah. the end. They weren't poised to go run and grab their, their balls and throw them again. Which speaks to, you know, his which speaks to game. his social game. Mm-hmm. And maybe the, maybe one of the reasons that we're not seeing his social game is because he's not the winner and doesn't even end up in the final three. Right. So they're like, look, we need to have him show up from time to time. But for the most part, because he goes out the way he does, we just can't feature him compared to some of the other people. Um, I will say that the reward is now the second time this season that I have thought of Alien. Um, the first time is when, what was her name, Jenny? <laughs> yeah. Got uh, the, the bug in her ear. Yes. This time, so there's a scene in Alien, and it's when John Hurt's character is about to have an alien burst out of his chest. Uh, he had the thing on his face. It fell off. He's awake now. And everybody's at the table. And everyone's like laughing and eating and stuff. And Ian Holm, who's the science officer, and we discover later on is much more than that, and is kind of an evil entity, he's he's sitting at the table and he's kind of laughing as well. But you also see like he's just kind of, his eyes are fixed on John Hurd because he's like, I don't trust the idea that nothing is going to happen. And like something is going to happen. So... Like he's 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 sort of engaged with everyone else, but his eyes never leave John Hurt, and it's like a little bit of tele. It's something you notice once you've seen the film, certainly. But there's a little bit of telegraphing there that like there's something about to happen, and in that way, the way Sydney is looking at Joe as he eats all that beef, <laughs> where it's just like now. There are other things going on as well where she's like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say too much. Let them talk. Let them give information. I'm just going to be happy to go along. But in that moment, she didn't warn him away from the beef. No. She knew better than to eat it. Yeah. And she predicted like, that's going to be a problem. And she could have said, hey, Joe, seriously, that's going to be, you should not eat that much. Uh, But she didn't. She just sat there and watched narrowing her eyes, knowing something's going to come of this. That's true. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I'm saying Sydney's a robot. Um, <laughs> so, and at some point in the next episode, Aubrey will knock her head off. Um, spoilers for Alien, by the way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I liked that. And, and it does seem like such a bummer that it's like, oh, Joe won a reward and what a great reward it was. You're out of the game. It just seems like a bummer that they would serve them something like that that late in the game. I don't it kind of angers me that the it, show it was, didn't hurt Aubrey or or Sydney cuz they, they didn't eat that much of it though. Maybe that maybe it's the show being like they could let's, have fed them pizza or pasta yeah. or just hamburgers. And Joe said he doesn't really eat meat in life. Exactly. So it, that it's also just odd... goes to show how starving you are and how much yeah. you are willing to eat anything yeah. at that point. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so interesting how it can save certain people or become the demise of certain people. Like Elizabeth Hasselbeck figured out she was gluten intolerant, that she had celiac because right. she was put in an environment where she literally couldn't eat anything but rice and she yeah. never felt better then. Hmm. And she couldn't figure that out in life before. And here it's like his downfall. It just, uh, it's just such a bummer. 
And it was interesting to me that they mentioned that this is kind of a function of his age, you know? Yeah, it's true. And it reminded me that the only other guy that this kind of thing has happened to was Bruce in season 12, was it? Uh, Who was, he was, he wasn't as old as, as Joe, but he was older. No, yeah. And, uh, Was he in his 50s? I would say late 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he was medevaced as well. Yeah. And the idea of just, it's like the prostate just enlarges. Yep. That's such a bummer. Um, Because it's one of those things that like, certainly Joe's age played a role in him not doing great in challenges and stuff like that. But like he's hanging in there and then it's like, but his age got him eventually. Yeah, exactly. Perhaps if he was 20 or 30 years younger, he could have eaten all that beef and he would have been fine. Right. I don't know. It's it's a it is a sad thing. Episodes like this are very sad to me. It's hard to. It just seems like such a fluke, you yeah. know. It wasn't an infection. Yeah. I don't know. It's um, just... But shows delivering on medevacs. I gotta say, yeah, it's more than any other season. Interesting. Yep. Maybe uh, maybe in the final three, maybe two people will go down, and it literally will just be. I guess I'm the last person standing. Um, it's it's a wonder that other people's infections didn't fester and take over, though. I mean, Aubrey's was definitely cleaned out, and yeah. she wrapped it with, you know... Yeah, it's still there, that got, bandage. Yeah, bandages, and her buff is frequently over it to keep it clean. And we saw in Joe's Ponderosa, he had three major cuts near his knee. And they looked like they were gross. Yeah, they looked disgusting. I look at that, and I think, like... How did that not take him out? Yeah. How was anyone not paying attention to that? And obviously they were. And it it sounded like from the episode when Neil went out that frequent medical attention was given to each of them. Yeah. um, Leading up to that episode that people were keeping an eye on those things. But. Yeah. It's a. Digestive stuff. It sucks that medication didn't even fix it. I know. That's a major, major blockage. Yeah, it's a it's just this combination of things of like he's constipated combined with yeah. but it wasn't with Bruce it was literally the constipation that was causing the issue. Yeah. Where whereas with this that combined with the prostate thing caused the, him to not be able to pee and that was the issue. What's so crazy about it is that he clearly goes to Ponderosa that same night. So he gets evacuated. Yeah. Gets medical attention. And is still able to go to Ponderosa the same night. And we actually don't know. I mean, it could have been 6 p.m. when he got evacuated. You know, it's dark there early, potentially. Yeah. And uh, we don't know what time of year this was filmed or I just, I don't know offhand. But it could have gotten dark very early and they would have, he could have gotten to Ponderosa at midnight or what have you. But. I it did, just seems like it's such an easy fix. Why couldn't they have just fixed it? And, I know. And sent them back to the... Well, it sounds like they basically had to put a catheter in. Yeah. And that's not a thing you want to do. You don't want that open uh, where there's No, like there's like a line. Around. Anything yeah. over that line and they will yeah. evac. Um, and I did find myself wondering, it's like if they gave him like a diuretic, you know, like a, like yeah. a laxative at the camp, I feel like that could have done it. I don't know. Maybe they tried. Maybe, Maybe that's, that's what they what did. They did. Um, but yeah, uh, one thing that I did think, I don't know, maybe you thought it as well, is so in the moment when Joe is talking to the doctor and to Jeff and it's clear he's going out and Jeff is, you know, 
doing his job as host. Yes. And saying like, he's like, you know, you hung in here and all that. And part of me is like, Jeff, this man is in pain. <laughs> yeah. Get him out of there. And I know that you have. That's a- why he had such a cavalier and pleasant attitude because he was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm done. Maybe, yeah. Get me out of here. Huh? I'm sure they put him on some kind of painkiller immediately. Um, well, they asked him on the boat if he, if they want, if he wanted one. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just seemed, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, Jeff, I know you've got a, I know you have a story to tell. Right. I know that you recognize as a producer and as right. a host, this have is the end of an episode game right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but speed it up. Yeah. Um, and also I, I have found in my own, in my own life, anytime I've had like any kind of medical thing, I find myself just feeling better knowing I'm about to feel better. You know, like when I've had kidney stones mm. and I take like a pain pill, the pain, the pain pill is not really going to kick in for like 30 minutes. But knowing that it's about to kick in just makes me feel a little bit better and a little bit more able to take the, that half hour of pain. Interesting. Yeah. It's a, there is a psychological element to it. It's not only that, obviously. But uh, um, so there are a couple things that we wanted to hash out on this episode. Mm-hmm. One is... With This is an odd final five, and so when you had the reward situation, let's put to the side how the episode ended. Let's imagine that, that Joe's still in there, and they went to tribal council. We're not going to hypo- hypothesize about the tribal council, but what we will talk about is, so Joe wins, he immediately picks Aubrey, as everyone would have assumed. Yes. And then he basically... Sydney was patting her back, like, you're about to go get a reward, <laughs> yeah. before he even said her name. Yeah. Uh, and then he kind of leaves it to Aubrey to, to pick the next person. And I feel like Aubrey, uh, Aubrey is, um, Aubrey and Joe are in a bad situation there because any two people you leave behind is bad news. Right. The ideal probably would have been, you know, Joe, Sydney and Michelle or Aubrey, Sydney and Michelle, but she didn't win. Because I think taking Ty would have been smart. I feel like everybody knows Ty is out. Well, I guess not because well, he has an idol that he would have paid that he probably would have played tonight. Not only that, but the reward made Aubrey realize that she wants to take Ty to the end. Yeah. So he's not at all out and it would have repaired it with him, but she wouldn't have realized that until she went on the reward. Yeah. It ended up being fine to pick Sydney because she it gave her that realization. I feel like one of the things I was so frustrated about with last season is that Spencer doesn't realize like what a, an amazing player Jeremy has been and that yeah. he has no chance of winning. Um, and I think this episode made Aubrey realize I might not win if I go with Sydney. Yeah. So that was awesome. Yeah. Aubrey, Aubrey is definitely not in the Spencer position, but no. it's just like, if I go with Sydney, it's not a guarantee that I win. Right. That I thought it was At just that not the point, slam dunk. I thought you it was go gonna with be. Michelle and Joe, I think. But so the reward challenge ended up okay. But we we were just saying during the episode, we both think maybe taking Sydney was not the smartest strategic move. Yeah. But she was also able to repair it with Ty. I mean, he just despite twenty four hours of trying to bond with Michelle. Within five minutes of getting water with Aubrey, he breaks down, cries, and hugs her, and is like, okay, we're all good. Yeah. 
So he relies a lot on A, his emotions, and B, his personal connection with people. Which I think is why he's not that great of a player. Right. Um, yeah, and uh, and that's the thing. Things worked out. I mean, in the end, they didn't well, work out. But like right. for the most part, things worked out pretty well for Aubrey. But at the same time, leaving... That's where her social game is impeccable. I guess so. Being able to know how to relate to people, being able to know how how to, to walk back to, into camp and relate yeah. to Ty after you've just left yeah. him out of the loop, voted with other people, and now you've got him right back in your corner. That's crazy. Here's what I wanted to say, and this episode really underlined it in a lot of ways. One of one of which I already kind of joked about, but this is a good Sydney episode because I think I've come to. I think we've we've talked about this over the course of the season, but this episode really underlines like she's maybe one of the most observant players to ever mm-hmm. play. She is able to pick up on everything and immediately know like that's a problem. More than Joe, whose job it is to yeah. observe people. Yeah. Um or maybe we just hear her observations more because they're more critical to the overall game. Right. But yeah she's even, fascinating to watch even stuff that isn't specifically a, about the game like he's eating a lot of beef that's going to be a problem ty and aubrey are going to get water that's going to be a problem like she just seems to know i don't know like she's a really sharp player here's the deal i feel like there have been other sharp players but mm-hmm. then that observation of seeing aubrey and ty go get water would have led those other players to to say to one or the other of them, hey, let's go get firewood. Mm-hmm. And then they would have freaked out to that person. Yeah. Why are you talking to Ty? Why are you talking to Aubrey? What are you doing? The paranoia is what she is able to keep at bay. And yeah. she's literally playing in the middle so late in the season. And no one seems to be noticing still. That yeah. skill level is crazy. Yeah. There was a moment earlier on, earlier on in the season when she did kind of go off. I don't even remember at who. It might have been Nick. I don't recall. But she did go off at somebody from a paranoid place. But for the most part, she's been able to keep that in check. I think you're absolutely right. Like observant, like simply observing and being like, okay, I'll process that and use that later. As opposed to like she's a very unemotional player. Mm-hmm. Not to imply she's cold, but she's able. she's calculating, one could say. Um, maybe that's giving her a little bit too much credit or she's completely emotional and it's like, I won't be told what to do. Don't put me in a corner. And yeah, I guess there is that. Yeah, I guess that hasn't gotten her in trouble yet though. Yeah, not really, but it could with a different cast that could get her in a lot of yeah. trouble. Oh yeah. Um, she could have been voted out very early because of that quality. And maybe an argument could be made that she is she's evolved as a player over the course of the season that because i haven't seen any kind of big emotion from her in the last i mean i guess she saved it for tribal last time as a way of getting someone else in trouble i can't remember who she was complaining about but she was upset recently and aubrey had to calm her down yeah maybe she's not as i i don't necessarily think she's that great of a player but I feel like she's, I think she's gotten lucky by not alienating people with her emotions. But in, and right. then in the meantime, she's gotten very, she's gotten very good at observing people. And I feel like if she, if they were to bring her back on, and I think they should, I think she'd be good on another season. Um, if they were to bring her back on, I feel like she would hopefully learn something and keep the part of her game that's great and be able to drop the, the emotional part. Right. There are a lot of contenders for for inviting people back. Yeah. 
from this season. She is definitely one of them. And yeah, if, if she could enhance and encourage the, the good parts of her gameplay and keep the other ones at bay. I mean, it just depends on who she plays with, you know, like she would lose it with Abby Maria. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, if someone attacks her, she loses it. Yeah. And that, and yeah, if she was playing with somebody like an Abby Maria, or I could see her going crazy on Cass as well. Someone threatens her. Yeah. Or tells her what to do. Someone was telling Joe, she was going off on Joe. Joe was telling her to get firewood, get up, go get stuff. Yeah. And she had just lost her reward. Yeah. So she was in a bad mood. Right. And yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I guess that is definitely a liability in her game. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is a bummer because I do like her. I think she's an emotional person, but for the most part, her emotions are fun and enjoyable to watch. Um, but yeah, if she can just, just kind of hone her game, I think she could be a genuinely great player. Mm -hmm. Like being able to not turn off her emotions, but use them to, to work with, uh, to manipulate other people having now observed the best way to manipulate them. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything, I have no idea what next week is going to hold. Like final two or final final three. Oh boy. Everybody is assuming final three and they that's, are. and given that we have four going into the, the last episode, that's, but it is going to be a two hour episode, but that's it's probably a two hour episode. That. And this is day 35. Yeah. I guess if they wait, you know, if they do another reward and then another immunity, it's at least day 37 and then three people sit around for two days. Maybe. They usually sit around for one day. They do their tribal, get up, have breakfast, prepare, and have tribal the next day. Yeah. So how do you get through four days with four people? I don't know. There can't be three tribals. It must be a final three. Yeah, I think so. Um, So who would you like in that final three? Who would I like in the final three? Well, I want Aubrey to win. Yeah. So I think Michelle and Ty. Yeah. Sydney gives her. Everyone seems to be a, be scared of Michelle, and maybe there's something there that we're not seeing. She does seem to be pretty good at talking in front of the jury, and that could be an issue. Ty's not nearly as likable as he used to be, certainly in the eyes of the jury. No, um, I think Michelle is a very weak strategic game. She literally said some interesting things this episode, which were. Oh, now I have to start thinking two moves ahead. Whereas Aubrey's been thinking two moves ahead since day four. Or, you know, we really, it's like stressful to have to think that far ahead. And we, you know, Sid, we really have to make a big move. And it's like, you should have made a big move at this point already. I think if Aubrey gets to the end with anybody, like if she gets to the end, I think she wins. Even against Sydney? I think even against Sydney, because yeah. when it comes right down to it, Sydney is not the most strategic player. Um, she might be a bit more social, but she's also gone off on people. Um, I think I, also I think, don't Aubrey, think she's as good a speaker. That's the big thing is like Michelle might be good at speaking in front of a jury, but Aubrey is better and has more things to say. Right. So, you know, if I'm any of the other three, I my thought is we need to get Aubrey out immediately. Right. And I feel like that's probably how. Ha- her one shield is Michelle. 
you know, because everyone yeah. seems to think like, oh, Michelle hasn't made any enemies or anything like right. that. And so I could see everybody trying to get her out. But I don't okay, know. So what if worst case scenario happens and Aubrey goes out next? I'm going to be super bummed. And final three is Ty, Michelle and Sydney. Who do you want to win? Who do I want to win? Sydney. Yeah. Um, At least there are good options. Yeah. This is a good final four. Like yeah. Michelle was kind of a bland for a long time, but I get a, I have a really strong sense of who she is and mm-hmm. the kind of player she is now. Mm-hmm. I think she's a somewhat weak player, but she has a good social game. And she's a good talker. It's so sad when someone like Michelle is considered a weak player. This is just going back to that, you know, yeah. like in earlier seasons, she would have been a killer player. Yeah. If and she, how many, how you have to be firing on so many cylinders to be the winner and to be considered a really great player in survivor history. Yeah. If she's in season 13, yeah, she wins the, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, because I think for a long time it was, all right, I need to think two moves ahead. And that was kind of enough. Yep. N- now you need to think about 10 moves ahead. But you also can't be thinking too many moves ahead because then you're getting way ahead of yourself. I feel like a good five moves ahead. If this happens, five moves ahead. If this happens, five moves ahead. If that happens at all times. And that is Aubrey. Like, exactly. Aubrey is very good. She's a very good player for the modern. Yes. The modern age of Survivor. Which is why I do hope that she wins and she deserves to win. I mean, I just want to see her like winner's cut at the end. That little dance. Even her revelation today during the reward, which was like, I really needed this to like keep going basically. And then she gives a look like, holy crap, I can't take Sydney to the end. And they just think she's talking about food. It's just, she's just brilliant to watch. I would love to watch this season over again and just watch her specifically. There does seem, it seems like there should be a super cut of her eye rolls Um, because she does have big, it's weird. I think of her as like somebody who kind of keeps things dialed in for the most part, but she has big reactions to things. She's not unlike Spencer in that regard. Spencer has big reactions. I guess so. But I I was going to say that she's thinking so far ahead, but she's not giving any of it away to anybody ever. So she is keeping it really dialed in. I mean, I guess there have been some people among these top, five there have been some people who've thrown her name out there as a possibility to get rid of but for the most part no one seems to be thinking about getting rid of her and it makes me wonder if no they all want to team up with her sydney's like should i go with aubrey ty thinks the same thing joe is in her pocket yeah it's bizarre it's like jeremy no one ever thought about getting rid of him and and that like that makes no sense to me because he's obviously super likable and all that kind of thing. Aubrey doesn't. I like Aubrey, but I could see in that situation her being read as not likable. Yeah. And maybe that's why everyone wants to keep her around. Like maybe someone like maybe. her. She's she could be seen as a little bit cold. Um, Again, I would like a fuller edit of her. But. Strictly speaking, we've gotten enough of an edit that I we have a pretty good sense of who she is. Um, yeah, I think she's adorable. But yeah, it would be nice. What I would like is to see like a montage of people's confessionals about her just on the website or something like that. Mm. So I kind of know what everyone thinks of everyone else. Right. That would be kind of cool um, because right now we can only speculate how she is. You know, I remember last season. uh Kelly Wigglesworth got voted out because everyone said like, well, she's so nice to everybody. Everybody likes her. And I'm like, I see no evidence of this. Right. 
I, I want a, I want it's a not that we didn't believe it, but we never saw any yeah. edit with that. It's like, it. just put some shot, put some scenes on the website. So I at least have something to refer to, you know? But, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I liked it in earlier seasons too. When going into the final tribal, we got a little tidbit from each jury member on who they thought had played a good game. Yeah. So that it wasn't simply their question or their statement. We kind of saw where they were coming from because I have no idea what I don't know. You get that what on, Jason thinks at yeah. this point. That's on the website now. Like that's that's on the YouTube page, but they don't do it on the episodes anymore. Interesting. Um, and they certainly wouldn't have done it last time because it's just anybody you know, is going to so be like, boring. I think Jeremy. Yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, so I'm I'm excited about the finale. You know. We've been watching both Survivor and Amazing Race, and Amazing Race, the finale is going to just be, I'm watching it out of obligation, but I have an idea. Yeah. We, we both have a pretty good idea of who's going to win because it's the most obvious winner. And maybe there's some kind of fluke, and oh boy, except I'm well, not super excited. Well, then that would just excited. be disappointing. Yeah, I'm not super excited about any other teams. Like, that's, that's a finale that I'll watch just out of like, yeah, all right, let's just get this over with. This is one that I don't know what's going to happen. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. There are no goats here. No. You know, that's that's always exciting to me. That's what was exciting about last season. Like in the last five or six, there were no goats. And that is, uh, I don't know, like even though we don't have much, uh, we don't speak much about the uh, strategy of Keith, he's so likable that he is a genuine threat at the end. Uh... If you have Keith, Spencer, and Tasha at the end, Given how much people hated Spencer and Tasha, and no one has any reason to dislike I don't think Keith. anyone hated Spencer and Tasha. They were really mean to both of them. I don't remember. Yeah. Like, to the point that you and I were... Do you think... You and I were like, why are they... Yeah. Why are they so mean to them? I don't know. Do you think Michelle is a goat at this point? No. I don't. I think she's too... I think she's too good in front of a jury. Mm. I think she... She hasn't made any enemies... And I think she's able to fluster people that she's yeah. next to. Yeah. That is a real skill. Last Tribal definitely showed that with Ty. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. And even though with Final Tribal, you don't have a lot of opportunity to talk to each other back and forth, you look at the way... Sometimes they do. You look at the way JT handled Steven. Yeah. And got him so flustered. Yeah. I, could, I don't think Michelle is quite uh, JT, but she could do that. If she's sitting next to Ty and Sydney, true, two people that are emotional and she's not, I feel like she could actually do she's something. She's very quick that, thinking and very eloquent. Yeah. The only yeah. slight problem is with her cadence. Because that's very Valley Girl. And why yeah. wouldn't I just win? It's just obvious. We have to think two moves ahead. It's a little bit hard to take seriously, but it's better than emotional. Yeah. Ty or Sydney. Yeah. And there's a way that she, I have, she doesn't read as smug. At least I don't, I don't think so. Mm -mm. And with that cadence, and especially if you're just winding people up with that cadence, it's possible to seem really smug and pleased with yourself. But yeah, she doesn't seem like that. Right. Yeah. Disarming is a good word Mm -hmm. for, for what she is. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. I think of the, f- I was going to say that of the four, I think she's the weakest player, uh, or at least as the jury might interpret it, but Ty has Ty angered has so many up people. a lot. He went from Yao Man yeah. to 
I don't know, a bad player. I can't think of anybody <laughs> right now. He went from Yao Man to Spencer, basically. You know, like a self-sabotaging player yeah. that everyone hates. Who didn't who didn't quite know what to do, and so he sort of did everything and yeah. let's see how it goes. And Spencer you know. the first time around? Second time. Oh. Everyone liked Spencer the first time around. He was an underdog. True. Um but uh but yeah, like it is astounding to me how much Spencer he would changed. never give away what the super idol would do at a tribal though. Uh Uh, did he? Ty? Yeah. Yeah. When? Early on. And then he had a backpedal with like, I th- well, someone just told me that. I mean, I don't have one. He just I don't said know that, what I'm no, saying. He said that there was a super idol. He did not say what it did. Okay. But he like outed himself yes, majorly. Did. Spencer yeah. would never have done that. I am fascinated. Here's the thing. It's easy for us to say what, uh, what for anybody to say what I'm about to say. Okay. But that like. Ma- the vast majority of the people on the show this season, if not everybody, are actual fans of the show. Yeah. If I, you know, how come no one put it together? Or just how do you let that stuff out? How do you let yourself say that stuff? And it's like, well, you're tired, you're hungry, yeah, you're, you're paranoid. Like you never know. And sometimes, and I would say everything. See, I feel like tribal is where I would do okay. Really, nowhere else. Uh, Jeff, Jeff frightens me. Oh, does he? Yeah. I would not want to be called on answering questions. is like extremely stressful to me. Yeah, that's true. It is. I have to have like the quote unquote right answer. If I go to the doctor and they're asking me how I feel and there is no right or wrong answer, I'm very stressed out about how I answer those questions. So tribal would be, see, and that's, I, I mean, I would be Jenny and that's tough because in tribal council, there are no official right or wrong answers. No, but you have to it's, give very yeah. quick, eloquent, disarming, vague answers that seem like you're answering the question and you're not. You really have to be. I, I would love if a former politician, like a low level, po- but a successful politician was on. Because that's the thing. You have to give an, you have to seem like you give an answer without actually giving one. You know? True. And uh, it's one of the... Th- I'm not going to bring up current politics. I was about to. I was no, listening no. to an interview earlier, and I'm not going to. Edit. We will edit it out. Yeah. We, we talked politics last episode, and I cut that out because yeah. uh, I just don't have the energy. That's a whole other podcast. Oh, maybe we should start a... I'm joking. I have absolutely no interest. Um, so that is it for the episode. It was an interesting one, I thought. Uh, one that is not action-packed at the end but still the implications for the next episode are exciting and you I never think. have medevacs this late in the season so i think it was very interesting yeah and they hey they set a record it's a sad one yeah but they set a set a record there are only eight that's the thing there are 18 people this season three of them uh you know that's a significant percentage yeah. i can't think of what it would be because i'm not good at math but three out of 18 it's high that's Big. <laughs> one sixth? Yes. I believe that's one sixth. Yeah. That's wow, that's a lot. Um so okay. Uh thank you everybody for listening. Feel free to uh follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. You can email me at Tyler Battleshipretention.com. You can uh comment on uh the this post at battleshipretention.com. Uh in the meantime, we will see you guys for the finale of this season next week. How can we record next week after a two hour show and an hour long reunion? 
Or is it a half an hour reunion? It's. I think it's a half hour. And maybe eight to ten thirty. I never remember if the t- when they say two hours, does that include the reunion? No. Okay, so it's two and a half hours at least. Watch out for it Wednesday night. Yeah. If we don't get to it, if it ends up being too late, we will yeah. do it Thursday. Yes. So, but we will talk about it, and we're very excited to do so. So, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, as for the rest of you, got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Bye. Bye.